0: Hi there, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile, back with another podcast review for your ears. Going to be talking about Season 1 of Stargate Atlantis. I'm going to talk about the first season, incomplete, and also some technical things about the Blu-rays. So let me start off by saying back in 1994, I was a huge fan of the Stargate movie. James Spader, Kurt Russell, two of my favorite actors, making a science fiction movie that was, at the time, a fairly big budget, and it did some crazy sci-fi things that really hadn't been done, you know, uh, interestingly, since Star Wars and things like that. Really, really enjoyed it. And going back to it now, it's 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 a quaint little science fiction movie. It, it You know, the, the scope of it is actually pretty small when looking at it now, but at the time, it was this big spectacle-type movie, and now, of course we have what we have um but it spawned a whole bunch of tv shows and other things direct to tv movies recently the the group of fans wanted to make a fan created show they actually got the first episode i think made wasn't very good um stargate universe was canceled after two seasons but anyway um I was an SG one fan, kind of. I was kind of into it. Um, it wasn't my Star Trek, it wasn't my Firefly or my Battlestar Galactica, um, but it was a it was a mild, you know. I watched the first episode. It started on Showtime before I went to Sci Fi, didn't it? Um, and I watched. I remember watching the first episode. And they're kind of having to redo the movie because you've got different actors. You don't have James Spader and Kurt Russell. And I thought everybody was fine, and I thought as a TV show with a reduced budget and and you know week to week kind of stuff, it would be fine to watch. And and I kept up with it for years. Um, I eventually picked up the sets on DVD back in the day, um, but I never really rewatched it. When it's on now, it's not really it. It got I don't know. Sometimes when shows are on too long, they just get too uh depended on their own mythology i guess and, and it gets so deeper like into itself that it, it's a little obtuse if you're not keeping up with it kind of thing um and i thought they'd kind of run its course so when they announced they were going to make a spin-off show called stargate atlantis i was perked up <laughs> i was interested um I'm a big fan of Atlantis I kind of studied it A little bit growing up When I was studying UFOs Bermuda Triangle And and weird uh, stuff like that In search of type stuff If you remember that old show um, And I did my own research Into all of those things Because I wanted to know it. same thing I did With religion And some other topics I just I deep dived into it As we call it these days And um, so I was a big fan Of the mythology of Atlantis And was there this possibility This great city existed one time And I wondered how They were going to do it Incorporated into the whole Stargate universe kind of thing and i remember them introducing the the city itself in sg1 so the first episode of the pilot which i guess is the first two episodes was good um and and i kept up with stargate atlantis through its entire run i i enjoyed it um better i think than sg1 because it was different um it eventually got to the same thing, kind of week after week as well. And there, there are definitely some throwaway episodes. But you know, looking back in retrospect, I, I really like Stargate. It only lasted five seasons from two thousand four to two thousand nine. Uh, you had some the, the same people, some of the same people working on it that worked on SG one. Uh, you had a good cast, um, and some replacements came in that that took it up a level. I mean, this is kind of Jason Momoa's breakthrough role here before um, Game of Thrones. And so anyway, I I had a fond memory of it, but I I don't, you know, I don't like, I still keep up with Farscape and that lasted, you know, that was a short I still keep up with Firefly and Star Trek and Battlestar Galactica but some of these other shows, science fiction shows I've liked over the decades, I don't keep up with them now um, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I, I don't catch them in reruns and things like that, and I don't follow their websites because they're done you know, <laughs> and there's not going to be any new things coming, I'm following things like The Expanse and soaking up all, or, you know, Marvel stuff or whatever um, current things, and I don't follow some of those old shows but several years ago uh, the entire run of Stargate Atlantis all five seasons was in a blu-ray box set and it was in an Amazon uh, gold box of the day sale for like 15 16 bucks or something something ridiculous and I'm like 100 episodes five seasons of a tv show for 15 bucks on blu-ray I'll take it (laughs) you know and it's been sitting in a box forever and I always plan that you know sometime I'll have some time to watch uh re-watch it and kind of reevaluate the show as now i'm doing podcasts and things it just seemed like the right idea so i came across it in a box a few weeks ago and i started watching it um and it's a surprisingly solid good sci-fi show if you've never watched anything stargate you can kind of climb on board with the first episode uh they'll get you up to speed a little bit you, you should probably watch at least the original movie to know what's going on with the stargates and all um but it does what you really want a sequel or a spin-off to do it becomes its own thing it doesn't feel like sg1 um, it doesn't feel like the movie it does it definitely feels like its own thing Joe Flanagan and um, Tori Higginson are the stars. Uh, she's in charge scientifically he's in charge militarily um I really like some of the supporting cast as well. Some of the things they introduced, well, I'll get into the, the storylines in a minute. It just overall, Stargate Atlantis holds up. I'm watching it now 16 years after it premiered, and, or, almost 17? Wow. Um, and it's it's really entertaining. There were a few throwaway episodes, but it was establishing itself. It was building this kind of new universe. Because if you watch Stargate SG-1, they found that there were a network of the Stargates, and we could bebop around and do missions, and it became like Star Trek, visiting different worlds each week and different things. Um, where Stargate Atlantis is, the team is basically trapped in another universe, another you know, galaxy. And they have to investigate from there with the eventual goal to try and get everybody back to earth. But they also want to find out more about Atlantis and more about this new quadrant and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in tone, in storylines and everything, while it does pull a lot of things that they learned and liked and, and did well in SG one Stargate Atlantis really becomes its own thing and, and, and does very well at that. Watching the first season now, um, First of all, this is definitely an upconvert from what was a uh, 4x3, a square video image. Um, it's widescreen now and looks really good most of the time. Some of the special effects look terrible, and it's not because they were badly done. They're CG rendered and such, but they were obviously at a lower resolution. You will get some of the jaggy edge choppy like you're, you've playing a video game at too low resolution kind of on some of the special effects the big shots of Atlantis are a little blurry that way and have jagged edges and things like that and that just goes to show that all of the special effects were rendered at lower than than high definition resolution and they were just kind of up converted into the show there are other scenes in the show look incredibly clear and you would think this was digitally shot um, uh, you know with blu-ray in mind and high definition and all that Um, close-ups on people reveal poor and details and skin and hair and and clothes and and costumes and it's it's some scenes are actually really impressive a lot of the special effects scenes are a little bit blurry the location shots outside also very good a lot of the show looks really good i went back when i'm watching it uh right now they're re-releasing the series on blu-ray it's another reason why i'm going back to it um a different company picked it up but it looks like it got the same masters it's got the same extras um every disc has like um uh, like five episodes or six episodes and one big or five episodes and one big uh special feature that some of them are 45 to an hour 45 minutes to an hour long um but I, I reading one of the reviews, it said that it was a very consistent looking show. And I'm like, maybe if you were looking on a 55 inch, I'm, I'm watching on, a, on an 85 inch and it wildly varies. It is not consistent through the whole thing. Um, well, like I said, uh, it is worth the upgrade for sure. It certainly looks better than it did originally on TV back in 2004. Um, and some of it looks really good. Re- modern, uh, uh, clear, sharp. Uh, impressive. Some of the special effects, not so much. Um, Some of the other stuff, the, the, the special effects that are in camera, the makeup effects and stuff are all pretty good. Um, They spent a a decent amount of budget on this show Um, and they definitely did it in the sets. The sets are incredible. You really feel like they're, they they somehow found the city of Atlantis. I mean, it does look like a TV show set, but on the flip side, it's a very expensive, very nice uh, with a, a lot of detail TV show set. Um, I was going to talk about some of the episodes. I don't want to get into the the storylines and stuff because I'm going to review each season as I get done with them. Um, season one is a good beginning season of any sci-fi show, whether it's a Stargate-related uh, show or not. Um, it tells a good story. There's character developments. I think sometimes in a few episodes they tried they've invented this new race as uh, an evil bad guy. So you can have a villain <clears throat> and they wanted something scarier than anything they had in SG one. So they created the wraith and they're kind of like space vampires. that can suck the life out of you and they're bigger and they're stronger. Uh, and they've got sharp, jagged teeth and they're very evil looking and pale. And um, we're finding out that they might be genetically descended from bugs. And anyway, <laughs> it, it is a science fiction show kids. Um, but they they're good bad guys and they and they fit well and the makeup effects are really well done they're all done you know they didn't cg any of the bad guys they're all wearing makeup and costumes and and platform shoes and stuff and and they look really great they 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 are scary bad guys kudos to them for doing a good job on coming up with something new for the series that would be a recurring bad guy but they make some of the characters do some things that well If you've made it this far in the military and you've been picked to go on this top secret mission to go into another galaxy and check out Atlantis, you probably don't have some of the personality issues that they give a couple of the characters who are very outspoken and loud and bitchy. Now, one's a scientist guy, and I get that. That works. But another guy is is military. And he, by this point in his career, he should have figured out you don't do that you don't question the guys in charge first of all and and you certainly don't speak out of turn and that kind of thing and it, it just it's not very military of, of a couple of the characters and the things they do but I I realize from a TV show standpoint they're trying to eject some more drama and some conflict into the show but in all honesty they've created some alien races the Jani are one race that appear to be a little backwards and it turns out they're they're pretty uh, Pretty modern, and they're also pretty sly and not very nice people. Um, and they're good foils, good bad guys for the characters. And and we come into some other, we meet some other races that are maybe good guys and or maybe bad guys, and that that's explored in later seasons. But it, it just feels like sometimes they take some characters that we would have really liked, and they kind of turn them a bit, and kind of turn them into that troll, that internet troll you don't really want to deal with. Um, and I just felt that was kind of. It just was unnecessary. It, it uh, again, I know what they were trying to do, but anyway, that's really the only complaint about it. It's a good TV show, it's a good sci fi show. It's not, it's not Expanse or Battlestar Galactica level, you know, but just under that, you know, it, it's, it's, it would be my go to before SG1 because they get into some moral quandaries and some interesting conversations um, that TV shows don't usually. And yeah, you've got the sniveling doctor who's, who's a coward, but he, he winds out winning in the end or pulling it out. And um, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Jason Momoa joins the cast in the next. If you're not familiar, uh, he joined Stargate Atlantis and it was kind of his breakout role before he got the, the, the role in Game of Thrones. And it changes the dynamic quite a bit on the show. Uh, Rainbow Son Franks, uh, he's an actor who starts out as one of those, you know, you're really going to like him kind of guy. And he's one of the guys I was talking about that kind of breaks the ranks and, and starts bitching about things and gets into a fight. And uh, well, eventually they do things with this character. And I guess that's why Jason Momoa replaced him. Um David Hewlett, this is kind of where I discovered him, and I've seen several of his Canadian sci-fi movies and stuff that he's made uh, with a partner of his, and uh, he's very interesting character and and interesting to see what he does outside of the show. If you ever get a chance to look him up, do so. Uh, later in the show, they add uh, different cast members from other science fiction shows, like Amanda Tapping from SG-1, Jewel State from uh, Firefly, and Robert Picardo from, from Star Trek. But that's later in the show. That didn't happen in the first season, so I'll get to that. So the Blu-ray set that's coming out is, uh, according to everything I've read so far, exactly like the Blu-ray set that is currently out of print from MGM, and that's that's what I picked up years ago, cheap, maybe that was going out of print at that time. Um, but if you're a fan or you want to check it out, uh, the show streams on Hulu, so if you do Hulu, you can check it out there, but if you don't have access... Um, you can find it pretty cheap. Most of the, not the original version because that went up in price because everybody thought you know you know how Amazon and eBay is. Oh, it's out of print. Let's jack up the price a hundred times. Um, but the new set coming out is reasonably priced and will go on sale eventually. Um, and, and it's worth picking up. I've enjoyed the first twenty episodes. The first season was good. Uh, it's not great, like I said. It's not the expanse. I, I'm not singing its praises. But as a five uh, five season science fiction show it's definitely entertaining and watchable and holds up today it, it didn't bore me uh, the acting is all pretty good uh, the special effects are what they are for a TV show from 2004 um, but it does look good on blu-ray and sounds great uh, really good the sound is is actually excellent so if you want to check it out I highly recommend it it's 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 weird to talk about this show being as old as it is it just seems like it was out just a few years ago but yep debuted in 2004 Wow. Anyway, uh, I'll get to season two when I'm done watching the 20 episodes or so, so I'll let you know about that. But in the meantime, check out my other podcasts. They are also now uploaded to YouTube. I don't know if I mentioned that. I'm I'm on all of the podcasting services pretty much that are available, all the major ones. And I'm also uploading them to YouTube. Um, there's not a video portion of this unfortunately because I think it would be boring to sit here just watching me rattle about these things off the top of my head but eventually I'll get to that point but the podcasts are available if you like to use YouTube they are pretty much all up there and they're categorized. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. The Rockfiles where you can find links to everything. Thank you for sharing and subscribing. Why does that catch me up every time? Probably because I don't have it written down. I'm just saying it. But sharing and subscribing very, very important in modern times to help us build an audience. Thank you so much for listening. Really, really appreciate it.